Good morning. Welcome to Bethlehem Lutheran Church, where God has called and gathered us here this day to receive his gifts through his word. The Old Testament reading for the last Sunday of the church year is from Isaiah chapter 65. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or come into mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy, and her people to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping and the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant who dies who lives but a few days, or an old man who does not fill out his days. For the young man shall die a hundred years old, and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall be the days of my people, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity, for they shall be the offspring of the blessed of the Lord and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall graze together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying, there is peace and security. Then sudden destruction will come upon them, as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then, let us not sleep as others do. But let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins, who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, Go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. 
And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, on this day when we are thinking about that last day, we must ask ourselves the question, where is our confidence? Is our confidence found in our ability to stay awake or maybe to connect a little bit with last week to stay woke? After all, is that all that we need is another opportunity to decry the woke world? But is that where our confidence should be? Should our confidence be in our ability to stand up and speak against the world? Hopefully you recognize that as far as our salvation goes, as far as that time when we appear before the judgment throne of God, if your confidence is in your ability to speak against the world, you may be in trouble. Which isn't to say that we shouldn't do that, of course, but that's not where our trust is. However, Neither should our trust or our confidence be in our efforts to remain awake and to be watchful for our Lord. It's just as easy to fall into the trap of thinking that, oh, if I'm just a good Christian, if I just make sure that I come to church, that that's what's going to save me. And again, it's Not that you shouldn't do that. Of course you should do that. But that's not where your confidence is. That's not where your trust is. Perhaps to say it better, that's not who your trust should be in. Because again, if you allow your confidence to be in anything other than the Lord who died for you, And on the last day, you will be found wanting. Because, of course, it is he who our trust is in. It is he who our confidence is in. Our confidence should be in our Lord and Savior. Should be in the one who created us through no act of will, through no effort of our own. It was he who decided that we should exist. And then he chose to come down and be one of us. Chose to come down and restore our confidence in our human nature. For as we know in ourselves, we can see the truth. That we have fallen short of the glory of God. That we have failed. That our efforts are not enough. But in Christ, 
We can see the perfected human nature. We can see human nature as we should have been. And human nature as we will be. But then he didn't just come and do nothing while he was here. While he was down here with us, he taught us. And thus he restored our confidence in the truth, even in the very fact that there is such a thing as truth that we can rely on, that we can trust in. And he restored our confidence in our God, showing us that he didn't just leave us alone in our sin, but rather that he came to do something about it. And of course, we see most clearly of all why we should be confident in our Lord and the fact that he allowed himself to die on that cross, that he allowed himself to be the sacrifice for our sin, thereby establishing for us the confidence in the forgiveness of sin. And then, even more than that, he did not stay dead, but he also rose from the dead, proving to us that his sacrifice had been accepted and restoring to us the confidence that just as he rose from the dead, we too will one day rise from the dead. And then, as if that wasn't enough, as if he hadn't already done everything for us, he then ascended into heaven. When he got there, he sent the Holy Spirit down to us to create this very confidence that we need. We don't even have to be the ones who actually strive to to create that faith inside of us. Our Lord even gives us the confidence. He even gives us the faith. And even now, he is preparing a place for us. Promising and establishing our confidence that on the last day, when we do stand before that judgment throne and our Lord looks down upon us, that he will not cast us out into the outer darkness, but rather that he will look down on us and he will say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into my joy. Enter into the new creation. Enter into his kingdom. And recognize that not a single one of those things is what you or I have done. Not a single one is about how hard we strived in this world or how hard we didn't strive in this world. Recognize the truth that our confidence Our faith, our trust, rests in Christ and his deeds and never in ours. So then, now that we know this truth, now that we know where our confidence lies, how can we strive to ensure that we are like the wise versions instead of like the foolish ones? How can we strive to make sure that we live our lives as children of the light rather than children of the darkness? 
How can we strive to hold on to that confidence and faith that God has given us? Well, you can make sure to put yourself in the place where God has promised to continue working in you. You can strive to come to the place where God speaks through his word and gives you the forgiveness of sin through his sacraments. Not trusting in the fact that you summoned up the effort to come to church, but trusting in the truth that God has promised to strengthen your faith through his word and sacrament. That he has promised that it is in the hearing of the word that your oil is filled up, that when that day comes, you may be ready. Trusting in the promise that when your Lord came to you in your baptism, when he washed you clean with the water and the word, that that is when he gave you the breastplate and the armor that was talked about in our epistle reading that that is when you became children of light and that he will continue using that water, using that word, in order to ensure that you stay children of the light. And recognizing the truth, that every single time you come before this altar to receive his body and his blood, that God is using those means, that bread and wine, and his word to begin creating you anew, even now. For this is the truth of how our Lord works in us. That he is creating you anew, even now. That inside Christ is making you that new creation that will become clear and obvious to everyone on the last day. Our works, our efforts, they are not what saves us, but they are a result of our salvation. This is why we place our confidence not in the signs, not in the results of our salvation, but in the truth of what our Lord accomplished for us, in the salvation that he earned for us, in the salvation that he delivers to us through his word and his sacrament. We place our confidence not in our works, though by the grace of God and the workings of the Spirit, we can do good works in this world. That is not where our trust lies. Our trust lies in Christ's work. His work that he accomplished 2,000 years ago and his work that he is accomplishing even now, strengthening your faith, building you up, so that even if you do fall asleep, that when you awake, that when the bridegroom comes, he will welcome you into the wedding feast, and you will be proven to be wise because of what he has done for you. And you are therefore free to live your life in this world, confident of what your Lord has done for you, and confident that on that last day, that work will be shown for all to see and that you will be welcomed into the new creation, welcomed into his kingdom, welcomed 
into his eternal joy. Now may the peace which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.